You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. The Padres are gearing up for, I guess, what we could call an interesting season. I think it's fair to say this 2017 season will be interesting for the Padres. Let's talk to A.J. Casavell as spring training comes to a close here very soon. I'm Allison Footer. A.J., yeah, let's uh, let's just start talking about the rotation. Is there a scenario in which the Padres rotation could actually surprise us and be okay? It's hard to see that happening only because the, the lack of, I guess, uh, high-end, uh, high-quality options. I think there is a scenario in which a couple pitchers could surprise us and, and be, be pretty good. I think uh, uh, if you look at last season, what happened with Drew Pomerantz, I think there's a couple candidates for, for that potentially, for that kind of a, a bounce-back season if they make some changes with, with – uh, Jolice Chassin and, and Trevor Cahill. There, there's some guys who could who could surprise us individually. I think Luis Perdomo could could have a solid season. He's looked very good in spring so far. But on the whole, the Padres rotation is, is obviously one of the weak points on the team. And one of the other, I think, primary concerns there is that if you go back and look at last season, how deep into games these pitchers worked, well, they it, it, they didn't they generally didn't make it uh, through the sixth inning. So it, it's concerning on a couple levels. Um, the Padres don't want to put too much tax on their bullpen. Uh, they might it might force them to ca- carry an extra bullpen arm. Um, so, to answer your question, I guess I, I, I can easily see one or two, three guys maybe surprising. Uh, but the rotation as a whole just just there isn't enough. There isn't the depth that I think uh, the Padres would like to have. Yeah, I, I mean I think that you brought up a good point, and that that would be more of my concern just as far as getting through the season because they're clearly not going to be contending for a division title. So they need to be able to get through 162 games, and so it's not just carrying that extra pitcher, but there's going to be a lot of uh, mixing and matching I think throughout the season, and they're going to have to there's going to be guys that are going to have to be called up for a couple of days, and guys are going to have to be sent down just to get fresh arms in there, not to wear these guys out. Is there uh, a crop of uh, any kind of depth, uh, maybe what veteran guys or just guys that they'd be able to sort of shuffle in and out to the big leagues that are that are going to be at AAA? Yeah, there's there, there's some. Uh, they they signed Tyrell Jenkins in the off season, or they or they claim Tyrell Jenkins and Zach Lee during the off season, uh, so they could provide some depth from AAA. Walker Lockett, is a prospect who's looked really good in spring training uh, so far, he just got sent down to minor league camp, but I I think it's very reasonable to say that he he'll make his big league debut this season as long as he continues on the path he's going. Finelson Lamette could be a little farther off, but he's a Triple A guy. He's a he's a relatively highly touted prospect. Probably not as as close as Lockett, but um, they have some options at, at the minor leagues in terms of just eating innings. I think uh, one of the things you'll see is the Padres are going to go into their bullpen early this season. They've they've already kind of made it clear that they they. With certain pitchers, at least, they might only go a couple times through the order and and try and flip the matchups in their favor. In that sense, they're going to, I wouldn't be surprised if they carried a couple extra starting pitchers just in their bullpen. A guy like a Christian Friedrich or a Jared Cosart or or even Trevor Cahill. Uh, all of them, uh, Cosart less so, but all of them have some bullpen experience and could potentially be like two, three inning guys out of the bullpen. Uh, so I think the, the back end of the Padres bullpen is actually one of its strengths. If for some reason uh, it, it doesn't show in numbers, uh, you might have to do some deeper digging into that and, and, ju- and just see just just how taxed they're going to be during the year uh, because of because of the, the lack of starting depth. But uh, I think the Padres are are comfortable enough with their with their AAA pitching options 
that uh, if they have to shuffle some guys uh, or if, or if they, they deal with one or two injuries, uh, they, have, they have guys who can, who can come up to the major league level and eat innings. Okay, next question. How do the Padres plan to use Christian Bethencourt and his versatility on a day-to-day basis? Is there a plan there? Uh, there's there's not there's no specific set plan. So far, what they've done in spring training is uh, is on the days that he's pitching, he's pitching and he's a pitcher only. He doesn't necessarily go through the the batting side of things. And on the days that he's hitting, or the days that he's not pitching, he's a he's a hitter and goes through uh, all that and maybe throws a bullpen session also. During the season, they want to combine the two. They want to they want him to be available as both. And he's not he's obviously not their starting catcher. So uh, I think I think the plan for Bethencourt is is just to make him available in whatever capacity possible. I don't think you'll see him starting a game at catcher and then pitching, but I think it's very possible you see him enter a game, you see him on the bench for a game, uh, and and aren't sure whether he'll come into the game as a catcher or a pitcher. Andy Green spoke about the scenario of uh, of potentially maybe double switching and have Bethencourt go from pitcher to catcher mid inning or one inning after the next. Uh, it doesn't sound like that's gonna like, like that's something that's gonna happen very often during the season. Uh, I think when Bethencourt gets in the games, it'll either be as a pitcher or as a catcher uh, exclusively, or in the outfield too. He's obviously, uh, he'll see some time in the outfield. I think essentially what they want to do with Bethencourt is on the days that he's pitching, he's a pitcher. On the days that he's catching or playing the outfield, he's a hitter. They don't necessarily want to mix the two, but then again, you get into game situations where he's extremely useful. Uh, and, and maybe you don't have to double switch or you don't have to substitute for the pitcher because he can hit. So uh, that right now it, it, would, it would seem like that's their plan. Um, Pitching-wise, I wouldn't expect to see him in many close games, at least off the bat. Hmm. It's just going to add to the fascinating nature of the Padres' season this year. Um, another question, what kind of impact can uh, Manuel, I guess Manny Margot, I'm calling him Manny, uh, Manny Margot and Hunter Renfro. How can they, assuming health, how can what kind of impact can they have on the Padres in 2017? Yeah, I, I like Manny Margot too. Uh, he, <laughs> he says he doesn't. He says he doesn't care. Uh, the Padres Good. say Manuel. It's it's uh, I, I, Manny Margot sounds like a baseball name. Um, he's, uh, I, I, he could he could have a he could have a big impact on uh, on their outfield on their outfield defense. He's a fantastic defender. I think uh, like any 22 year old rookie, he might. He might struggle offensively, or he might have some have some struggles, I guess, settling in because he's he's obviously young. But he and Renfro are both kind of facing the same challenges at the plate. They both need to adapt to major league pitching. They've seen it for a grand total of I think ten days last year. Uh, and uh, Renfro, the challenges are a little different in the sense that he, he's he, his on base ability is, is what's in question. Uh, no one's questioning his power or his ability to hit, uh, but he needs to lay off pitches that are outside of the zone with Margot he's he's more of a line drive guy and the question is can he kind of keep that batting average up so uh I think both of them could could end up being guys that are in the maybe the top top five guys in the batting order uh and they're not going to play every day they're not uh I think the Padres the, the goal the Padres goal is to maybe have four guys in the outfield uh who, who can rotate so I would expect Margot and Renfro to each get around 400 450, maybe 500 at bats, and I would expect them to go through some growing pains. But uh, but ultimately, their high prospect rankings are both well deserved. So what's that? What is the general feeling just in camp? With uh, you know, camp, they're going to break camp in about a week and a half. You know, there's uh, there's some optimism with every club, just because like if you're not excited for opening day, then you shouldn't be playing at this level. Um, what is the general feeling on a day-to-day basis, just with this group coming into the season? 
Uh, I think they're optimistic to see what, what they have in some of these young guys. I think uh, the Padres – Offense could surprise some people. Uh, it, I mean, that's obviously dependent on how some of these young guys perform. But uh, but if Renfro and Margot both develop into the prospects that the Padres hope they can be, uh, the offense could surprise some people. And I think the difference this year, last year they had seven or eight kind of high-priced veterans who are who are no longer here, uh, who really weren't going to be a part of the of the Padres' future. So w- without them in camp, the Padres. I guess everyone on, or for the most part, everyone on this Padres roster is, is or, or all the all the big names at least are guys who will contribute to the Padres' future. And I think there's there's some sense of optimism in 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 that regard, uh, just because fans who come out to the ballpark are gonna gonna be seeing the guys that they hope are are in place when the Padres contend in a couple of years. Always interesting. Okay, AJ, thank you so much. Talk to you soon. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.